It's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. This episode is in virtual reality. If you look around, you'll feel as if you're actually listening to it. It's July 25th. Let's see what happened this week. Matthew Ball writes about the metaverse. It's right there in the title of his book, The Metaverse, How It Will Revolutionize Everything. And here are five insights from that book. One, we're in the mobile and cloud era of computing now, but entering the metaverse era. It's less about the technology and more about how that tech changes how we live. Two, humans didn't evolve to interact in 2D, so the 3D worlds of the metaverse are actually more natural for us versus unnatural. This can especially matter in areas like healthcare and education. Three, the metaverse isn't the new internet. It won't replace everything. Four, unlike the internet, the metaverse will emerge from private entities. And that matters, because as Epic Games founder Tim Sweeney said, this metaverse is going to be far more pervasive and powerful than anything else. If one central company gains control, they'll become more powerful than any government and be a god on earth. And five, it won't be dystopia, but the digital problems we already have, like data rights, security, harassment, regulation, disinformation, etc., will all get harder in the metaverse. If you listen to some news reports and pundits, you might believe you were cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs to buy NFT real estate in the metaverse. But don't give up quite yet, you dreamer you. McKinsey and company just put out a report predicting the metaverse could reach a $5 trillion valuation by 2030. Another report by DBS Bank Limited says 3 to $11 trillion. Yes, sales are way down, but McKinsey, who loves to do research out the ass, found 57% of metaverse-aware companies have become early adopters, and 59% of customers are excited about doing everyday activities in the metaverse. Looking at the big picture outside of crypto winter, as of June, investment in the metaverse this year already doubled what it was in 2021. And DBS anticipates the metaverse will make up 3 to 10% of the total global economy. So maybe you do want to settle the metaverse pioneer like Paw and Half Pint. Ouch, nobody likes rejection. For instance, I never count my podcast downloads. I only count how many people didn't download each episode and I work really hard to make myself feel bad. So it might be after the makers of Minecraft announced they're changing their user guidelines so that fan-created implementation and exchanges of NFTs in the game are banned. Specifically, the company says blockchain technologies aren't permitted to be integrated inside our client and server applications, nor may Minecraft in-game content such as worlds, skins, persona items, or other mods be utilized by blockchain technology to create a scarce digital asset. So take that. The reason is third-party companies have NFT play-to-earn implementations where activities let players get Minecraft-themed NFTs. That, quote, doesn't align with Minecraft values of creative inclusion and playing together. And didn't Barney teach us to play nice together? They also worry about the various NFT scams, cons, and schemes out there. Robin Thurston is CEO of Outside Magazine's parent company, and he says, fooey on the metaverse. He wants an outerverse. 
It would be a platform where all these uber-active people I can't relate to can earn rewards by tracking their real-world hiking and running and biking and paddling and huffing and puffing and heaving. What would they win? Well, skiers could get a hella skiing expedition or maybe Zoom calls with famous photographers and adventurers. But you get it, right? It's a Web3 platform that's about giving people lots of incentive to get off the couch and not turn into squish like they might in the metaverse. Robin says you can't ignore the trends or technology that's happening, but you can try to apply it to healthy lifestyles. I thought the Wii was supposed to do that. Dubai wants to be the real-world capital of the not-real-world. They've got a new strategy that would put them in the top 10 metaverse economies and make them the global hub of the metaverse community. I'd have to move my studio there, I guess. They mean it, though. They've already attracted more than 1,000 blockchain and metaverse companies there that will spin up 40,000 virtual jobs and add $4 billion to their economy in five years. That, according to the Crown Prince, who has much more authority than our own Fresh Prince. How will they do it? The strategy is to foster innovation, launch R&D collaborations, build an advanced ecosystem, and put up a lot of accelerators and incubators. It's time for this week's episode of What Has Meta Done Now? And the answer is they're trying to create a space in Horizon Worlds where people are more free to explore the adult sophistication of violence, profanity, and sex. To do this, they've added an 18 and up tag and updated its policy to let creators include mature content, which used to be banned. Creators who have published worlds have to mark whether it's mature or safe for all audiences. And you know for a fact they'll exercise great judgment and be very honest about their ranking. And you also know for a fact that kids under 18 will obediently abide by the 18 and up tag. Because we're all just that stupid. Hurrah, now you can include oh-so-mature graphic violence. There are still limits as to what you can show, but the lines are as blurry as Netflix on dial-up. That's all we've got for you this week. Who do you talk to about the metaverse? Ask them if they've heard this podcast, and we'll be back next week. (laughs) 